welcome to JoJo's World. Greetings and welcome to the inaugural video game chariot race JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Megathon 100% totally authentic and not copyrighted podcast. Okay. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. Today we watched episode 22 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, A True Warrior. That's uh, the 13th episode of Battle Tendency and covers chapters 98 through about halfway through chapter 103 of the manga. Now, this episode was hype as shit. It was so hype. Oh, hype. Good stuff. It's like a sick chariot battle for the whole time and just things keep popping off. It was only two minutes in universe. Was it? Yeah, because each lap is one minute and they get halfway They got delayed a bit, though. Well, still. They only got, like, halfway around the second lap before it was just like, well, cliffhanger. It's good shit, Liam. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Two minutes expanded into 20. So do you have any preliminary thoughts about the episode? Uh, shit, yeah, I do. Holy shit, get hype. Get hype. That is... Ah, okay. So, literally the entire episode is just one fight scene. And yet it's so good throughout the whole thing. Isn't it really something that's happened so far in this show, if I recall correctly? No, no, no. I think this has never happened. I guess the fight with um, Bruford took a while, though that took a while to start at the start of that episode and then finish off in the second one. Yeah. But even so, man, even so, this was literally just go, and then the end is, oh yeah, and there might be more. And the fight with Tarkas had a lot of, like, set up. Like, we're escaping, and now we're escaping into this room, and oh no, now I've got a a collar around my neck. There's a lot of bad things happening And then now. nothing happened for a while. Oh no. they tried to break down a door. They tried. They tried so hard. But this, yeah, this is just all go all the time. Oh my god. It is so hype. And there's so much, like, monologuing, but it all makes perfect sense. It's crazy. It's a crazy episode. <laughs> and vampire horses. Why are there vampire horses? Why do they have giant gnawing teeth? I mean, we covered this last week. We did cover this last week. But at the same time, they have teeth of devils. It's amazing. Sure. So... I guess as we start, mm-hmm. uh, Kaz declares that the uh, the chariot battle is going to begin when the full moon emerges from behind the cloud that's just about to go behind. And there's Jojo being an idiot. The vampires get super hype at this and start chanting Wamu's name. And he's oh, like, yeah. how come Wamu gets all the fans? <laughs> Would it be nice if they gave him some time to like bus in Speedwagon or something? <laughs> if Speedwagon just pops up, it's like, hey guys, I just want to give my full support. Me and Smokey are here to watch the fight. It's going to be pretty cool. But how do you know about this? Oh, Susie Q told us. You know Susie Q? Of course. Flashback. She's my son. <laughs> son. Wamu gives us a little um, rundown of the, of the fight. We learn that the arena is 960 metres for one lap. Oddly specific. It takes approximately one minute for their horses to do a lap. Less specific. So how fast does that make them? Well, I mean, I can pull out my phone and do the exact no, calculation. No, that's not. Okay. Okay, wait. If it's 60 seconds, 960 metres, 900 is 30 by 6, I think. Yeah, more or less. Because 10 times 6 will be 60. So then 30 times... So then 100 times 6 will be 600. Okay. It's more like 150. Like I'm getting bored. Okay, it's 150 metres per second. Okay. I mean... Wait. Give or take. Yeah. <laughs> And every lap, they're going to put weapons on the pillar uh, that's about, I don't know, a quarter of the way down the arena. Yeah, it, it's in a really weird spot. Like, you go around the first turn and there's the pillar, but yeah. then later on, well, there's another pillar. You do pillar. see there are a few pillars along the yeah, thing. Yeah, I guess. Depending on what they're thinking. Yeah, we'll go with that pillar. Uh, so every lap, they're going to put a weapon on the pillar, and the first person to reach it is going to get their weapon or their choice of the weapons, because there are two later. Dun, dun, dun. Allowing them to dictate the flow of the battle. Ooh, the God. tendency of the battle, if you will. Oh, if only one of them was some form of fighting genius. <laughs> and the first weapon they're putting up is a big old sledgehammer. 
Now, it's a bit crude, because it's literally just a giant sledgehammer. There's nothing else to it. It's just a sledgehammer. What else do you need? I don't know, a sledgehammer with, like, a hidden spear or something on the back end, or, like... It's got uh, a hook on it for hanging from things. Yeah, but, that, I mean, it's a hook. It's a hook, Liam. There's nothing to it, you know? It's just literally a sledgehammer. That's all you need. Just hit him with the big thing. Yeah, it's all Jojo needs, but at the same time, you know, spice things up with a bit of... It could be, like, a tranquilizer dart shooter, but a sledgehammer. What? Okay. Get some sleep. <laughs> at the, this announcement, the vampires all start marking out again. They do that a lot in this episode. Like, do. something happens and they'll be like, Yeah, Whamu, or Jojo, you suck. There's a lot of, like... That one shot with, like, the fat vampire... With the one with the beard and the other two next to him that'll look much less remarkable. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, they're awesome! Not that Jojo, though, he's weak. Yeah, and we get a cool colour shift with, like, a sort of purple overlay implying tension or something, I guess, as Jojo's like, if Whamu gets that hammer, things are going to go pretty bad for me. I need to get it first. You can see where this is going already. Yeah. If I can get it first, cover it with oil and use it for Hammond, then I can win pretty easily. First problem with this episode... He has oil, just... Why would he not bring oil to the fight if he knows that he needs to conduct Hammond through things? Well, it's just that, have we ever seen him use oil before? Well, we know that the, um... The the string that he used in the fight against ACDC was coated in olive oil or something like that. Ooh. Okay, well, alright. (laughs) Ha ha! But it's not like Caesar, where it's like, I'm always covered in a slick, bubbly... No, he would have had, like, uh, he would have had, like, I don't know, let's say a piece of tallow or something in his hand. He just had a flask of oil. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, well, he's got oil, then, apparently. Yeah. Whammo's like, I'm looking forward to an exciting, fulfilling fight from you, Jojo. Get ready. And then the moon is starting to emerge. But what's this? Jojo's not in his chariot anymore. He's just like... (laughs) He's, like, bent over next to his chariot. Just sort of playing with some stones. He's like, oh, well, we need to take off quickly and the start's going to be important. So I'm going to remove some the rubble away from my wheels. Yours are looking pretty messy yourself, Whamu. Do you want to give it a go? And he's like, hmm. And Jojo's like, hmm. <laughs> Just your face is one of pure antagonism. <laughs> it's like, hmm. So everyone's looking up at the sky and at Except the moon. Lisa, Lisa. And Lisa's like, Jojo, hurry up and get back in your chariot. It's almost time. She's getting real angry at Jojo because <laughs> he's being an idiot. And we get a cool shot of as the moon comes out, like the uh, the light of it starting to sweep over the arena. Which is dope. Jojo's still fiddling. He has to hurry up. He hops back in his thing and uh, the moon comes out and Kaz yells something like, now begin. And then we cut to the OP. You know what it is by this point. If you don't know what it is by this point. Well, we did the, the karaoke thing Yeah, the dramatic week, reading. Brilliant. The Sonochino Sideway one synced up so much better. Yeah, it did. It really did. And then at a certain point, I was like, this isn't going to work I'm, without putting, like, uh, 30 seconds of silence between each thing we say, so I'm not even going to try to sync it up. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, nothing really new to say about the OP this term. I mean, I saw Susie Q this time, and you said that was Susie Q, and I went, it was, was it? We also saw her in the ending as well for the first time. Oh, yeah! Uh, in the bit where it's panning up, and you see Lisa Lisa with her scarf doing her sick pose. With all the... Sick bubbles. Yeah, just to the left on the very edge of the screen, holding an umbrella, is a tiny Susie Q. It's just... What? She's just making her way slowly. Off off screen. Yeah, she's actually got this entire background narrative that we've been completely (laughs) ignoring. So after the OP, they begin. Jojo kicks off with a a rush, but Whamu gets... His wheels get jammed. What's going on? (gasps) It was the rubble! When Jojo was removing rubble from his own chariot, he was actually piling it up under Whamu's while everyone was looking at the moon. Everyone is shocked except for us. Yeah. Uh, so we get a cool shot of uh, 
I think it's Jojo racing ahead and then uh, little pop-outs on the screen of other people's faces appear. It's like, look, his wheels are blocked. Jojo, he did this, the cheeky... Lisa Lisa says, the cheeky devil. You bastard, you piled them there when we turned our attention to the moon. And the vampires just start hurling abuse at him. It's like, you cheater, you. You're nothing but a cheater. A rotten human cheater. <laughs> a rotten human cheater. Yeah, and Jojo is just laughing and he's like, show me where in the rule book it says I can't do this. Yeah. When my life is on the line, there's nothing I'm not going to do to win. <laughs> and then he goes, beep, beep. Except he clearly says toot, toot in like... In the, uh, the Japanese. Yeah. And yet he says beep, beep in the sub. Mm, I don't know which one to believe. <laughs> this, this is an important distinction. It is. One of them's for a train, one of them's for a car. All right. I think. So Jojo... Oh, Whamu sort of snaps his reins again and his horses pull him free and some sick guitar music kicks in. So sick. Oh my god, so sick. But Jojo's got quite a lead by this point. He approaches the hammer on the podium. And then I think he like goes for it. Mm -hmm. He grabs grabs it. it, And then it starts slipping away because it's so heavy. He's going faster than he thought Uh, he was. But then it catches on the ring that Caesar left him. (gasps) This is the first of moments in this fight wherein... If, if it weren't for Caesar's final gift, Jojo would have lost. Because ah. without the hammer, he can't do what he's about to do with the hammer. Sneaky. Sneaky. And then he would die. That would be morbid. So Jojo's like, great, I had this sledgehammer. And then Whammy's like, no, I was planning for you to take the hammer because I'm a fighting genius. Kaz is like, Whammy's a fighting genius. He has a plan. Number two. How many times do you think he's going to say fighting genius? I think that's about it. Oh, okay. Possibly later when he pokes out his eyes. Yeah, there are a lot of times where Kaz is like, <laughs> you see, Whammo is a fighting genius. Yeah. So, yeah, as, as Whammo slows down, Kaz is like, it's not a race. The key to winning are tactic and strategy, the right weapon, control of your horses and the environment. And Jojo also starts slow- slowing down. And Lisa Lisa shouts, Jojo, don't slow down. But it's too late. Jojo's slowing down. Yeah. So Whamu sticks out his bicep and shatters the huge stone column that the sledgehammer was hanging off and grabs it for his weapon. Jojo really picked the lesser of the two weapons here. The vampires are like, oh, he was so happy with his hammer. But now look at him. What a chump. To be fair. I mean... (laughs) There's a cool, there's a funny shot where Jojo looks really smug with his hammer. He, uh, he slicks some oil on it and it crackles with, with ripple energy. At this point... It's fine. Leave it. It's all hum on. Pick your battles. (laughs) And then he's like, he turns around and he's like, what? As we see, Whamu with the pillar hoisted above his head, ready to slam it into Jojo's chariot. Which he do. And we see very briefly, one of the vampires is still clinging to it and is just screaming in terror as he he gets pomped against the the chariot. So far, like, there's no other mention of him. Except for he's, like, brought the sledgehammer down on the pillar. And then before he can get off, Whamu's all like, well, better take the pillar. Mm-hmm. So he's like, this one vampire guy. Quite <laughs> that, a thin that vampire. poor man. <laughs> yeah. It's just been crushed to death. Well, to further death, I guess, if you're a vampire. I think he can kill them by destroying the brain, is that right? Yes. Yeah, because that's how Dio survives. Because they didn't kill his head. Yeah. Yeah. They just cut off his head and then... Yeah. It flew away into the Orient. Anywho. Uh, no. <laughs> Jojo gets smashed, gets his chariot smashed, he gets to, he falls to the floor, he's in front of the thing, he looks really dazed and everyone's cheering, Lisa Lisa looks really worried, and we see a really cool shot of Jojo in the foreground, and in the background the vampire horses are 
approaching him and their heads are swinging side from side, like spit slathering from them. This is one of the first times I noticed that they have the teeth of demons. Like well, they are vampires. Yeah, they're not even like uh, flat teeth. They're just jagged teeth. Yeah, like yeah. how in a cartoon when someone's being evil, you might see them smile and their teeth are just like a series of intersecting triangles. Yeah, well, they don't even intersect. They're like a shitty street. Yeah, shark. but it's that shape. Yeah. Ugh. Lamu does some some sort of situation analysis as he approaches, and Jojo's looking for his hammer, and the vampires are like, his hammer won't save him, did he hit his head? <laughs> so, Lamu deduces that there's a 90% chance that the horses will just crush Jojo. There's a 5% chance that he'll dodge to the left, Wait and a, minute. a 5% chance that he'll dodge to the right. Oh, no, no, never mind, I'm thinking of a different episode. Oh, what were you thinking of? Oh, I was just thinking, wait, Lamu never made that assessment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lisa Lisa's like, if Jojo dodges, then Whammy would just stop and kill him with a divine sandstorm. Because he's a fighting genius. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty elementary strategy. But, <laughs> you know, get an opening, use your big attack on the guy. Win. It's literally the most genius way to fight. So, based on his assessment, Jojo has no options here. He's going to die. Well, I mean, yeah. But what does he do? Grabs his hammer. <gasps> what? Smashes it on, as the horses approach him, he smashes it on the um, the bar of the chariot that connects the two horses. Yeah, the thing that is in between the two horses and it connects it to the chariot itself. Yeah. Which I can't remember what it's called, but there was a name <laughs> for it in the anime. Rebar or something like that? Rebar's concrete, so no. Okay, no. And no, the harness. Yes, that's right. And he smashes that down onto it, thereby propelling himself into the air above the horses in a really sick shot, which almost had like a touch of Heya Miyazaki about it, I thought, as he flies through the air and the camera pans up around him and we see his face as he stretches out his arms like a Christ air. And he is <laughs> that get, That'll get you sick point multipliers. <laughs> he gets ready to pull some sick shit over Whamu. But he lands on the horse and Whamu's gone. What? But where did he possibly go? Well, he's in the horse. <laughs> Jojo no. forgot that these guys can hide themselves in other beings. Genius. A fighting genius. Jack the Ripper could also hide himself in horses, but it was much messier. It was a lot more literal. Yeah. Well, not really. Well, no, because he was inside the horse, but then the way he got out was just by pulling the head off and it's coming out. equally ri- literal. Well, no, because this one is just... Both still inside the horse. Oh, yeah, all right, I guess. They're literally inside horses. Ooh. So... Yeah, he vanishes, and Kaz is like, huh, Whammo is still clearly a step ahead of his quarry. <laughs> and then a foot emerges, I mean, a hand emerges from the horse and grabs Jojo by the, uh, the lower leg. But how? What? Jojo manages to jump away, leaving his boot behind in the process. A fighting genius. <laughs> and the vampires have a really great reaction to this. They're like, that boot came right off. That boot saved him. If only he had worn some other kind of footwear. <laughs> In this, in the sub, it's like, oh, if it wasn't for that shoe, I was <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Of course he's gonna just jump away. Oh, Jojo so starts good. bragging about how he has luck on his side. For example, how the hammer got caught in the ring, hmm. and that luck helps with effectiveness. It sounds like a, like an RPG stat when you say it like that. With greater luck, you have a greater chance of uh, scoring critical hits against your opponents. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, luck is a stat in Fallout, yeah. so it's canon. Now let's take a look at your situation. That's not how he talks. <laughs> Whamu, your own power has trapped you inside of that horse, and that's not very lucky. So again, he laughs and fills the hammer with Ripple, and he, he goes and does a jumping attack. Oh, uh, rookie mistake. What do we know about jumping attacks, Nick? Jumping attacks never work. <laughs> jumping attacks get you killed. Literally, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, but jumping attacks never work. <laughs> but, Cars gloats, and it says, Jojo, you've fallen right into Whamu's trap, and he emerges... Uh, his upper body from the horse with both his hands free 
and prepares to do a divine sandstorm, which is that special move that killed Caesar. They never work. They never work. What, divine sandstorms or jumping attacks? Jumping attacks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He starts doing his swishy swishy. Yep, spins his arms around like he does. And it appears Jojo gets hit and hit bad. He flies into the air as wind circles around him and he appears to sort of explode with blood like Caesar did. Mm. Right in the epicentre of the divine sandstorm. And he lands back in the own like busted husk of his chariot. <laughs> Which, I mean, after a pillar has been smashed on it, it's doing pretty well. Okay. up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that vampire guy is there and is like, help me. <laughs> So then Kaz is all like, uh, 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 It's over. I'm going to have a celebratory drink. Snaps a vampire. his fingers and a vampire. It's like a vampire butler in full armour. Yeah, he's a... Uh, we get a sh- good shot of him later, but now he's a bit out of frame. He's uh, in his Roman armour like the rest of them are, but over his left, or well, one of his hands, he has one of those waiter white towels. In his right hand, he has a bottle of wine. So he puts the um, glass of wine in Kaz's hands, and Kaz, without looking, uh, allows him to pour wine into it like at, at his head height. Takes a sip and is like, ah, Lisa, Lisa, it's you and me that fight next. I don't like fighting women and Wamu fights it even less. But still, you've got to die. So why don't you just drink this poison? And then Lisa, Lisa's all like, guards, you fucking idiot. (laughs) She says, thanks, that's quite considerate of you. But Jojo seems to be a little less dead than you thought. And her sunglasses glint in a really cool way. I don't know what they're glinting off, being that it's night time. The moon, obviously. Glinting off her own sense of style. (laughs) Is this the bit where she does the... Uh, yeah, momentarily, yeah, I think. Yeah. Check again. She lowers her sunglasses down her nose and is like, look again. Extra detailed eyes for maximum sass. Kaz looks and is shocked and his wine glass falls to the floor and shatters in slow motion. It's just, we don't even get to see him drop it. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> Wamu is in a bad way. Oh, ever so slightly. He's still halfway in the horse uh, and he's sort of... His back is upright, but his head is lolling back. Yeah, it's sort of like if he's drunkenly staring at the sky. Well, like he's sort of almost losing consciousness. Yeah, and, he's completely uh, shocked. His arms are hanging limp by his sides, and they've basically been burned down to where the bone would be if these guys had bones, which I'm not certain about. They do because of the fighting ribs attack. But go. it's just sort of like molten shapes of like... Um, Melted flesh. Radius and, and ulna. Yeah, yeah. So he's not doing too well. No. His appendages are hanging by a thread, at best. Yeah. His arms are all dunked up. (laughs) Madness. What could have possibly happened here? I mean, I have a pretty sound theory. And also, look, Jojo's come to in the chariot. He's sort of rubbing his head. He's surprisingly unhurt. For a man who lost that much blood... Yeah, he's just basically got light scratches all over his body. At first it was like, man, his clothes are really messed up. And now in this shot it's like, oh, he's actually... Prior to the fight, he rigged himself with those um, those squibs they use in films where someone gets shot and it looks like blood splatters everywhere. Of course, of course. (laughs) I I could imagine Joseph doing that. Yeah, the one that looks really, really obvious in Street Fighter. (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Oh god! There's just is that one... the one with Raul Julia or M. Yeah. Bison? Yeah, that was his yeah. last role. You it know, it was. Yeah. He's a good actor. Yeah, I enjoyed him as Gomez Adams in the Adams Family. Don't know how they got him into that film. <laughs> no, with John Claude Van. So Damme. that ridiculous movie happens, and then you see at the end in memoriam, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just there laughing maniacally. Mm. Anywho, so the theory goes: we see, yeah, Cars re-examines the situation, and we see JoJo's jumping attack again in a flashback. So he comes down with the sledgehammer, slowly... Wamu raises his arms, and we see the jumping attack was just a ruse. Because it wasn't a jumping attack at all. It was a trick. Yeah. So his... I think it's his scarf? 
No, no, it's the reins of the horse. Oh, that, the reins of the horse. That Lamu is coming out of. Yeah, they... Uh, he kicks them he with gra- his no, legs. He grabs them with his bare foot. Yeah, so he kicks them no, off. No, no, with the toes. toes. Oh, the He toes. couldn't have done it if his boot wasn't off. Hey, quick thinking. This is, I guess, something that I think a lot about this fight is that Jojo can't beat Lamu in a straight-up fight, and he knows that. Mm. So I'm not going to go as far as to say he lets himself get hit a lot, but every time he takes a big hit, he takes a lot of big hits from Lamu in this, and every time he does, he manages to turn that to his advantage somehow. Somehow. Yeah. So in this case, the Divine Sandstorm's happening, and he uses the reins that conduct Hamon, as we were told last week. And then he, he wraps, wraps them, them around, around Lamu's forearms, thereby depriving him of his ability to do any more d- of his... Incredibly lethal attack. Which is him just spinning his arms. Yeah. <laughs> because if he does that while there's ham on going, it kind of does what happens. Fucks him up real good. Where his arms hang by a thread. Yeah, I guess he would get 360 coverage around the arms in a way he wouldn't otherwise. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't just come off. It's kind of like, I guess, um, those apple corers, you see them? Yeah. Those sort of automated apple corers where you stick the apple in and then... It spins and it just goes, and the blade on one end peels the whole yeah. thing off. Yeah. There's probably a better analogy than that, but it's what it reminded me of. Disturbingly effective would yeah. be the correct term. So, yeah. <laughs> so that happens. Yeah. Um, Jojo is gloating again. Oh, man. Lamu's sweating hard. He's just there being like, oh, no. Oh, no. And Kaz explains that after, what is it, 12,000 years or something? Yeah. After 12,000 years of victories, after 12,000 years of brutal brutal victories he's been bested his confidence has been destroyed and then we get the voiceover saying there's a psychological well, actually tr- that doesn't no. happen quite yet oh because first cars is like well this sucks anywho bring out the crossbows <laughs> and he um he crosses his arms in a way that his light powers which do a lot more in the show than i remembered to be honest although mm-hmm. he doesn't really use light offensively but that would be a difficult thing to do because we aren't quite at laser levels stroheim's eye aside <laughs> I mean, Stroheim used German technology. So he crosses his arms and makes an X light, which I guess is just occurring to me now, might have been specifically the X or the cross is the symbol for the crossbows. Oh. Rather than just whatever the next weapon might happen to be. I think that might not be it, but that's fine. Yeah. Two vampires are like, Lord Cars is telling us to bring out the next weapon. We must obey. And they sort of, they hustle off doing that upright, dumb running with the open palms. It's so dumb. And because the pillar is in no working order, they are standing on each other's shoulders, each holding one of the crossbows, a big one and a small one. And they're like, which one do you want, boys? Huh? Cars is like, now Lisa, Lisa, I know what you're thinking. Why, when Whamu is in such a bad condition, would I give the order to bring out the next weapons, huh? Well, you see... Well, the thing about Wamu is... And then we get the voiceover. He's a fighting genius. <laughs> he's a fighting genius. I think genius. he calls him a true warrior or something like that. Ah, like the name of the episode. Hey. Oh. Um, so we get the voiceover saying, there is a psychological trick. Yes. The competitive... I, I, I have the quote here. Would you like me to... Oh, yes, please. The very best athletes use a psychological technique called the switch comeback. <gasps> When these champions are brought low by the pressure of shock, failure, or fear, they can flip a mental switch and bring out their fighting spirit for one last Herculean effort. Desperate times call for desperate measures, and Whamu will win at any cost. And in the subtitles, it talks about how in desperate times, sometimes a ritual is required. This is Whamu's ritual. It's pretty fucked up, honestly. He basically just gabs so, out yeah, his eyes. So yeah, he's, he's still lolling back, and we see his fists clench, and his head comes back into focus, and we just see... The tips of his thumbs come up into frame, and we cut away as a big blood splatter appears. 
I mean, I don't know why that's the ritual of all things. <laughs> well, he explains that he was relying on his eyes too much, and Jojo exploited that as a weakness. So he's going to use his magical air horn, which if you recall he has. Yes. To see the movements of the air instead of seeing light with his eyes. Or rather, the movements of the wind. Yes, more, more accurately. Because he is the wind guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, not the heat guy like ACDC. No. Yeah. Or the light guy like Cars. Yeah. Or the trash guy like Santana. <laughs> That chump lord. He's just a child. So we've reached the second lap. They're approaching the crossbows. You've got to commend these guys for the sort of production efforts they put into this fight on such short notice, don't you? Yeah. We've got crossbows that shoot ball bearings. We've got a big old hammer. I imagine if there was a third lap, there would have been something else. Do you reckon, like, what happened is that Cars was like, okay, guys, we've got this old hotel and we've got this arena and we've got basically most of, I don't know, Rome or whatever. Yeah, we've got a healthy armory. Yeah, we've got some armory. What should we bring, you know? Yeah. What should we bring with us for this fight? So the crossbows, do the big old hammer. We've got a hundred of you, so like, can you and get this and... You know how later we see two vampires in the stands and it looks like Whammy's going to shoot them? Yes. I think one of them was holding a spear, is that right? Oh, maybe. Uh, that is a far shot, so I could just be misseeing that. But maybe the spear would be the next lap's weapon. Ooh, just in case. Oh, I, I would love to see also, um, you know that really shitty um, gladiatorial weapon? The, um, the weighted net? The weighted net. You know, you always say that in, like, gladiator games. How is that a bad weapon? Like, there would be the one person with, like, a sword and a shield and heavy armour fighting a person with, like, a dagger and a weighted net. (laughs) That's all you need, bro. That's all you need. Can you imagine the movie Gladiator if he had a weighted net? (laughs) It would be a short film. Joseph Joestar would do pretty well with a a weighted net, I warrant. In fact, half of the battle would just be him saying, Haha, you thought it was a net. But in fact, it was a series of interconnected strings that I'm now going to lash out at you with. Whing! Bam. Hum on retraction. Yeah. It's actually all just retractable little balls. Those weights weren't just weights on the net. They were magnetic balls. And then when I hold the master magnet like this, the net flies back towards me, ensnaring you. <laughs> Wait, if you threw it that way, and then all the balls go around like that, does that mean that the balls will come through the person? And then he fills them with Hamon. <laughs> oh no. Let's just spend a couple of episodes just making up cool techniques that Joseph could do. <laughs> like, next time we do this, it's like, yeah, we're not going to watch an episode. We're just going to make up techniques now. Joseph needs to talk his way onto an aeroplane flight. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the technique called? Uh, I've lost my ticket number. Could you um, tell me what the default thing for this plane is? And then he writes it down on a blank ticket with uh, graphite in his thumb. <laughs> we call it... Ticket number overdrive. Next you'll say, Sir, even if you have a ticket number, you can't enter without a ticket. Sir, even if you have a ticket number, you can't enter without a ticket. (gasps) Well, go right through. (laughs) Blown away. Anyway, um, so Wamu's jammed out his eyes. He's uh, seeing with the wind. He's really cool again now. Kaz is like, now Wamu is psychologically invincible. Which, important to note, is not the same as physically invincible. This becomes important later. (laughs) Some of that rad techno dubstep stuff kicks in again. I sound so old when I talk about the soundtrack in this show. I let it descri- earlier describe the rock as guitar music. <laughs> to be fair, there comes that point where you're like, so much music uses guitar. We'll just. I just guitar really music. like the the soundtrack in this episode, though. It's really cool, sort of rising action music. It's very hype. Yeah, it's extremely like up and up. Jojo is all like. Oh, you lost your eyes? Boo-hoo. Caesar died, man. Oh, you lost your eyes? I lost my best friend. Or something more. Ooh. I'm just pandering to the shippers now. Yeah, well, let's let's do that. Come on. (laughs) So he's approaching the vampires that are on each other's shoulders with the crossbows. And they're like, Jojo, which one will you take? Yeah, which one? 
obviously, the big one. I need power, guys. Okay, sure, you can have all the power you want, buddy. <laughs> they laugh, and they, as as Wamu sort of shoots past after him, they sort of lean over and give him the one he wants. Well, the, the remaining one, I guess. And this is when Jojo finds out, man, it's really hard to cock this thing, isn't it? Yeah, he can't, can't pull it back. He's not strong enough for the big one, because, as the vampires tell us, even a normal crossbow requires a lot of strength to... And Jojo's probably three sizes bigger than the normal human being. Yeah. So it's really difficult for him to pull it back. You had to have the big one, huh? That's what greed gets you. <laughs> Classic Joe. So that's bad for Jojo. He's got a weapon he can't use and Wamu's right behind him with his own crossbow. They each come with two sort of ball-bearing um, shots as well. Yeah, they're, they're not like bolts. They're like literally balls. I th- I'm... I have no source for this, but I'm pretty sure that was, like, a sort of crossbow you would get. Okay. Because it's sort of like a cannonball, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess sort of a early variation of, like, the um the round pellets you would put in a, a flintlock pistol as well, too. Yeah. I'm willing to believe this without having to Wikipedia it. Mm. I want to say that you could use those sort of balls as an option in chivalry, but I could be wrong on that. You're just going to go, like... Chivalry, no, medieval warfare is a great game, guys. Fight people with swords and yell a lot. I was about to say, yeah, you can just go home and check that. Hmm. I am home. Yeah. I uninstalled that game recently, because even though I really love it, I haven't played it for ages. See, I never played it. So good. Don't know how active it still is, though. It's probably still quite active. Although there's a there's a new game coming out that's by that of same Of Kings game. and Men? Is that the same one? Uh, something that, like that. I think that. that might be a different studio with a very similar game. Yeah. I know that this one's got magic in it. Oh, yes, got... yes. I've seen that. Yeah. It's going to be dope. Yeah. It's the same fighting system plus magic. It's like... really good, guys. I highly recommend Chivalry. And also, to a lesser extent, but also still pretty cool, the uh, expansion Chivalry Deadliest Warrior, where you could just play... It's like a co-production with the Deadliest Warrior show. Okay. Where you, instead of being just knights and stuff, you could be a knight, or a pirate, or a ninja, or a samurai. Well, I don't recommend it because I'm playing Devil's Advocate. Is that a new game or something? No. I know what you're doing here. I'm just doing a bit. <laughs> it's like, it just turns into, is that a bit? No, then it's a bit. Anywho, um... So Wamu cocks his crossbow really easily, and it's like, I will use the first shot to paint a picture of the wind. Because he can't see. So even though he can't see, he still manages to shoot one of Jojo's horses in the head. Um, why did it... Uh, I just... He could have not gouged his eyes out and had a different ritual, surely. No, but his confidence was shattered. Uh. Now he's psychologically indestructible. Well, he's killed the horse now, so He that's can't hurt his ego. <laughs> yep, uh, and then all of a sudden, the next time we see Jojo... He's just riding his remaining horse, uh, not on the chariot anymore. Which makes sense, I guess, though he made that switch very quickly. Yeah, it's literally like, oh no, one of the horses is gone. And then Wamu's loading, and then he's just on his horse. Yeah. I want to say there was a cut bit from the manga there where the chariot was also damaged by the shot, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah. I mean, you can't really have a chariot without two horses. Mm. Otherwise, you'd be, it'd be like, uh, he's just driving around in a circle slowly. Yeah. Because he's only just, got the right horse. Yeah, it's pulling a dead horse, dragging the joke along into the mud. Because it's missing a head. Yeah, that was rough. Shot with a mini cannonball by a man who's so strong that he's killed a few people. <laughs> That's a real deep metaphor, Nick. Thank <laughs> really you. apt to the situation. Thank you, thank you. So well, It how- was a simile, though, so... Jojo's like, how am I supposed to defend myself if I can't shoot this thing? And the vampires are like, Lord Wamu, blow him to smithereens. Let us feast on the remains. They're just totally marking out. It's li- These guys are the hype masters. These guys are just having a great time. <laughs> They're like, man, people are going to die. It'd be great if they had like popcorn and shit. <laughs> Cars brought wine. Credit where it's due. He knows how to watch, have a good time. He understands the subtle arts of enjoyment. I was about to say persuasion, but enjoyment and fun. Yeah. Half of it is wine. Half of it is killing people. Yeah, sure. 
So Jojo decides that since Wamu can't see, his only option is to speed up and get on the other side of the fire to him. That way the air stirred up by the heat from the fire will make it hard for him to see him through the wind. Because, you know, wind and fire are a, you know, pretty brutal mix. Sure. Well, like, you know, if you've ever been around a fire, the wind just goes up. I haven't really been close enough to a big fire to see that. You haven't not, lived. not a big fan of fire myself. You haven't lived, Liam. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm an arsonist. Cars explains, though, that Jojo's shelter from the fire actually points out his position even more clearly. <gasps> now, the logistics of this are a bit <laughs> unclear, I think. I think what they're getting at is that he needs to stay close to the fire to be masked by it, mm-hmm. and he needs to stay on the opposite side of it so that Wamu can't just detect him like he normally would. So, yeah. ergo, he has to be in that exact position. Yeah, well, the way I thought of it was that if he is... He has to be perpendicular to him, otherwise the fire itself is fine, because no wind there, it just goes right through. Yep. Um, if he's too f- far back, there's no wind there, but if he's just, like, in that little window of opportunity bit, then, yeah. Yeah, so he can't be detected there, ergo, he must be there. Yeah. Now, rather than just shooting him through the fire, which he could, I guess he could have done... Um, well, could he, though? Could he? Wamu does this sick thing <laughs> where he aims not towards Jojo but to the right of the wall of the arena where two vampires are standing by themselves alone in the stands. And they're like, Which wait. makes me assume they must have been there to put out another weapon later. Yeah. And they're just there being like, wait, why is he aiming at us? What did we do? Oh, is he going to shoot at us? Oh, no. He shoots at them and right here, the, the ball hits the wall of the arena right beneath them, but there's a sort of a lip on the top of the wall, mm. which makes sense, I guess, stops people from climbing out. Yes. And it rockets along that like a sort of a pinball style thing. A pinball style thing? Like a pinball. Like a billiard ball. Oh yeah, Lisa Lisa describes it as a billiard ball. Specifics. <laughs> and it's a bank shot. Just as it reaches the spot where it would leave to hit Jojo, it leaves and it hits Jojo. <gasps> hits him like right in the sort of back kidney. Right in the rib. I think it's beneath the rib. It's not, not important. <laughs> We're both just like... Yeah, we're both just like touching our kidneys essentially. No, it feels like it'd be the lower rib. Okay, sure. sure. Yeah, like a broken bone for sure. Yeah, and he... It, it looks bad, honestly. It, I mean, honestly, this is the work of a fucking genius. like a genius. huge dent in his back and he falls off his horse. Ah, oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. But, once again, he manages to turn uh, a big hit into a gain as he manages to use the weight from the fall to cock his big crossbow. Ah. Hey. Yeah, you see you see what's happened there. See, it, it's been Despite that, though, he's in a real bad way. He's lost his ham on breathing because I guess he's been winded. And Wamu's next words are literally, hmm, is Jojo setting up a trap for me? Yeah. Well, Kaz is like, Wamu, you've done it. Finish him off. But watch out. He's wily. <laughs> he's wily. Yeah. Has oh. he set another trap? Jojo has set another trap. He's slowly, subtly trying to load his crossbow with the ball. And he's like, I can't kill him from this distance. And you wait a little closer. Close as the horses are zooming up to him again. He's like, I think, does Lisa Lisa just go, the hell is he doing? The hell is he doing? Maybe. <laughs> and he goes, hey, closer, closer. That's it. And we get a cool shot of basically like spiky triangles zooming around his face and a color shift happens and he raises up his crossbow. Wamu sees it coming and sort of, a few times in this episode, he sort of surrounds himself in sort of green energy, which I assume is just like a, um, it could be either wind or I guess just like, you know, style. Yeah. Like for the- yeah. Literal flair. Yeah, just like, uh, oh, he's filling himself with fighting spirit. Better show that visually somehow. Yeah, yeah. I just love that his words are, hmm, is Jojo setting up a trap? And then as soon as Jojo goes to fight, he's like, it is a trap. I knew it. Hmm, it appears I'm correct in my assessment. <laughs> Jojo goes to aim at him, but... Oh, um, also earlier, Cars assessed Jojo's injury and said, it didn't break the skin because it lost a lot of momentum, but he's uh, coughing up a lot of blood, which 
You use a really weird word in the dub, let me find it. Which would then betoken some injury. Betoken? Yeah. How bizarre. Yeah. That's a very bizarre usage of betoken. Mm. So as he's about to fire this shot at Wamu, which, let's be honest, probably wouldn't have hit because Wamu's a fighting genius and so could see it coming. He is a fighting genius. He coughs out a lot of blood and falls and the shot goes wide through the fire. And then Wamu just sort of stops and is like... Jojo. It's over. You've lost. And Jojo's like, eh. No, don't kill me, man. Don't starts, go away. Starts throwing rocks. The vampire's like, look, he's throwing rocks. What a pathetic loser. What a loser. Kill him, Whamu. Yeah. Have you heard that bit in campaign yet? Where um they want to steal some stormtrooper armor. So they keep being like, hey, there's some kids down there throwing rocks. <laughs> Come into this alleyway. And the stormtrooper's like, hey, who's throwing rocks down here? <laughs> what? Good. Oh, brilliant. So anyway, Jojo's throwing rocks. Uh, it's it's not cool. No one, everyone's really unimpressed with him. Everyone's just like you. He's basically crying and begging for his life. Yeah, morally, he's like, oh, don't kill me. Please, 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 I'll I'm, be good. I want to go to Toy World. I'll put on the stone mask. <laughs> and then, then he's like, listen, Wamu, and that techno kicks in again. <laughs> Here is the very next thing that will come out of your mouth. Don't you dare dishonor our battle, Jojo. Don't you dare dishonor our battle, Jojo. <gasps> and you said when we watched it that only Wamu could do like an eyes shocked open expression without any eyes. Yeah, literally his eyes are shut and yet you still see his eyes open. In surprise. <laughs> it's so beautiful. At this point, Jojo's attitude seems to change a bit. He's like, want some more and throws more rocks. That bother you? You know, a bat could simply fly between all those rocks and avoid every little piece. Why can't you avoid them like that, Wamu? And then Wamu gets fucked up. Yeah, we zoom in on Wamu's back from a great distance with a sort of whooshing noise. And then we cut to in front of him again as Jojo's crossbow ball bursts through his chest. What? But how did he do it? It's really clever, I think, the way that I assume he was throwing those rocks to confuse his wind sensors or whatever. Oh, oh, nice. Maybe. I mean, it's either that or just to stall for time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's a really clever little uh, little trick he's pulled. Yeah, because he's only throwing them at his head. Mm. Yeah. And we know here that he reads the wind through his horn. Yeah, so, so messes with his hornness. Yeah. Right. Easy, easy with the horn word. It's not quite echolocation, is it? Well, no, but at the same time it kind of is. Is it kind of like sonar? Yeah, it's kind of, it's Radar? Just, he says wind, right? Yeah. So it'd be vibrations in the air. Yeah. So it had to be sound. So, yeah. And we learn that Jojo pulled the same bank shot that Wamu did. What? This bit... Mm. In the sh- shot that's going wide and basically falling from his hand as he fires it, mm. he fired the crossbow through the fire, it hit the wall of the arena, circled back around while he was throwing rocks, banked off, shot right through Wamu's chest. And this is the exact same shot that Wamu made before. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Except with the added bonus of going through the fire first. Yes. So, if anything, it was an even more impressive shot. <laughs> the problem I have is that in the anime, the angle that he shoots at is really, like, dead on. Yeah. So I was like, why didn't it just stay in the wall? <laughs> oh, whatever. Artistic license. Yeah. It just happened to be a tiny shoot coming out of the wall there to facilitate such manoeuvres. <laughs> My god, it was planned all along. <laughs> Jojo really is a master of trickery. The arena went silent. Not one individual made a sound. There wasn't even a moan. Wamu's injury peered out like the sneering face of a jack-o'-lantern. Jack-o'-lantern? The, <laughs> the iron ball carried with it a small amount of hamon. The wound began to fester. Wamu's damaged arms grew even worse. No more divine sandstorms now or ever. Then Wamu falls off his horse as Jojo is clutching his son and is like, I need to get my breathing back. And we hear that sort of, that implies hamon again. The, the throat singing thing. No. It was like... It's like a sort of distortion noise. Oh. You know, like... Distortion? Like feedback. Oh. 
you know that noise that plays whenever there's hell on? Yeah. Like a, yeah. It's like the throat singing noise. I really don't think it is. Oh, okay. No, not, not like the <gasps> thing. Yeah. The um sort of ringing ringing noise. Oh yeah, never mind then. Yeah, I know what you, I know what you mean now though. Yeah, yeah. But Wamu's not out for the count yet. <laughs> he t- pretended to fall off his horse, and then he's actually doing like a flipping double legged kick at Jojo from above as his eyes open and flash red. Hey. Wait, why do his eyes open? He has no eyes. Yeah, but it's literally nothing in there but red. Yeah, but it's like red energy. Yeah. Um. Uh, but guess what doesn't work, guys? Jumping attack or falling jumping. attack, I guess, which is the worst version of a jumping yeah. attack. Jojo stands up and does. It's given so little time, but it's such a sick move. It's, he calls it the rebuff overdrive, and mm-hmm. he raises both his elbows behind his head and sort of slams them into um, Wamu's oncoming legs and rebuffs him, as it were. Genius. I just love that he's found the one move that can both allow him to pose in a manly camp fashion and deal extreme amounts of damage oh, I... to a pillar man. This is basically... <laughs> What you're gonna get all the time when stands are out. Oh, Just God. posing and fighting all the time. Yes! Oh, get hype. So Wamu is knocked back, he falls to the floor. Um we see smoke rising from where he's we don't see the wound directly, but we see smoke rising from basically his knees. Mm-hmm. Uh we still see that his arms are donked up and he's got that big hole in his chest. He's in a bad way. He's basically fucked. Yeah. He starts monologuing. Uh, how can this be? What has become of the great Wamu? The mighty warrior is no more. 12,000 years of victory reduced to this. His psyche is invincible, His apparently. arms are gone. I mean, he, physically, he's a wreck. In principle, he's vincible. <laughs> he's a vincible guy, but a fighting genius. It is not Wamu's way to give up an easy win. My wounds are only, my f- are only to flesh. My losses are a path to ability. I will use all these things for victory. And he rears up onto his knees, and in maybe the coolest move ever, he shoots his... Now, his arms have vanished from his stumped... Some of his... Yeah, Jojo's a bit surprised that his What? Where did his arms go? Yeah, his arms are just gone. He shoots them out of the hole in his chest. They grab around Jojo's neck, slam him against into the wall of the fire pit and into the arena and start choking him so he can't breathe. And Jojo's all like, <gasps> I what? can't breathe! Literally that. This sucks! <laughs> Balls to this, bro! Wamu starts using his ultimate technique. Now, I noticed in both the dub and the sub, Mm -hmm. they refer to it as ultimate mastery, but in the Japanese audio, they consistently describe it as final mode. Final mode. Yeah, so I wonder why they translate it like that, because they also Hmm. pretty consistently referred to the pillar men having modes before, like Wamu's mode was the wind, and Kaz's mode was the light. Huh. It's a weird little quirk of translation that I noticed. Huh. Maybe there just wasn't a better word in Japanese. It does sound a bit weird in English, though, I think, to say... Ultimate mastery. Final mode. Oh. Yeah, because then it implies, like, levels. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's like, those pipes emerge from his chest again, but this time, rather than pumping out water vapour, they start sucking air in. What? 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 The wind obeys me. This is my ultimate mastery. And Kaz is like, ultimate mastery? No! Wamu, you can't use that he shit. actually looks upset. Yeah. Visibly, he's like, no, don't do this. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't. Stop it, Wamu. It must not be done. Then he activates his ultimate mastery atmospheric rift, which is a dope name. What does it mean? And the final shot of the episode is sort of... Him almost exploding. Yeah, his hat explodes. He was wearing this sort of, like... Legionnaire's cap the whole time. Mm. Uh, that explodes, and also we see like chunks of flesh and blood fly out from his back. And then CPR Jojo's face also sort of slides into frame, sort of overlaid on it. Yeah, collapsing under the weight of these giant hands on yep. his neck. And there's wind sort of everywhere else in the shot. To and- be continued. What? 
I actually really thought this whole fight was just one episode, so I was really disappointed when I got to that cliffhanger. I am so ready to find out what the hell an atmospheric rift is. So highlights. How can I choose? There is a lot to choose from here. Oh my god. Um, I'd have to say the... Oh god. Okay, I'll have to say it was Jojo's bizarre move of use the reins on the arms. That's such a good sort of reversal of fortune. Oh my god, so good. So good. And it's like, you don't see it coming, and yeah. yet it's not even remotely like Deus Ex Machina in any way. <laughs> because you know it's exactly the sort of thing that Joseph would do. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, how's he going to pull it off? And then you see it like, genius. By this point in the story, they've basically built up enough sort of credit of him being a tricky dick that he could basically do anything and we'd be on board with it. We're like, man, he's really <laughs> smart, isn't he? Yeah. Um, God, what would I pick? Um, the arm shooting out of the chest is pretty cool, but it's not quite highlight material. Um, gee... I'm going to go for a bit of... Given you've you've claimed the um, Divine Sandstorm counter, mm. I'm going to go for a bit of an understated one, oh. which is the start of the episode where he shoves all the rocks under Wamu's wheels. Oh, yeah. But why is that a highlight? Just because it's just... Like, it's not the sweet action moment, but it's like a funny trick that he pulled to take an advantage. Yeah. And it's just so quintessentially Joseph to do that. And it sets the tone. Yeah. Like, yeah. everyone's like, oh, look at him making such effort and risking not being in his chariot for such a minor advantage when he's just sabotaging the whole time. So good. Low light? Hard to pick. Hard to yeah. pick. Um, I think I know what mine is. Go on. What? When did he have the oil? <laughs> All right, sure. And, yeah, I guess... There is very little I there is probably nothing actually I dislike in this episode, but being forced to pick a low light sort of means that, you know, you've got to pick something and so what would I what do I think is the worst bit, I guess? Um when he drops the wine, because that means no, that, that was the wine dope. Was, no, but the wine is uh, wasted. Such a waste. Yeah. Um I mean we have to really honourable mention for like highlight that waiter guy. Yeah, what a cool guy. <laughs> oh my god. He was just a waiter before they put the stone mask on him and now he's like, Well, I guess I'm a gladiator now. Well here I am. This is my life. I was silver service before this, but, uh... <sighs> this is awkward. Mm, yeah. Oh, well. Guess I won't die. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I'm having a real hard time picking. I guess just because I'm not a big fan of, like, gore and stuff, even mm. though it's important to the story, I will take the, um, the eye poke. Though mm. I think it's actually, it's still really dope, but, you know, it's just slim pickings for low lights in yeah, this episode. pretty much. Just, hold. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. I, I could choose the fact that it's a cliffhanger on, oh. in the middle of a really dope fight. God. it's As soon as that happened, I was like, no. Yeah. It's going to be a long week, isn't it? Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to go with cliffhanger. Damn it. Okay. So, um, brings us to the next segment of our show, Nick Ballantyne. It's our prediction time. What do you think will happen in episode... 20. 23 of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, I think we're going to get the conclusion to the fight. Mm-hmm, makes sense. It feels like that's going to happen. Yep. Um, and then Lisa Lisa will start her fight with cars. Makes sense. Any thoughts on what the atmospheric rift entails? Hmm. So, for things that um, we have seen, mm-hmm. Wamu is sucking a lot of air into his body through those pipes in his... I mean... And he also has limited sort of faculties since he has no arms, big hole in his chest and wounded legs. Yeah. And no eyes. It kind of feels like he's going a bit kamikaze. Sort of like, I'm just going to explode in a big thing of wind. More or less. I mean, an atmospheric rift. I, I imagine he hasn't practiced it before <laughs> since it's his final mode. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I reckon he's either just going to either become well, the who wind. creates a hole in the ozone layer and the sun's rays destroy <laughs> us all? Oh, no. Um, now you'll be just as vulnerable to the sun as we are, Jojo. No! And now I die. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I reckon it's either going to be he becomes the wind, 
or he explodes. Maybe he, like, turns into some monstrosity. Oh, sort of, this isn't my final form sort of thing? Yeah, like, Cell Saga-level shit, where it's, like... It's not just Frieza where he gets bigger and, like, more refined, or, like, he gets a bald, weird head. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, I was an insect, now I am a man. Or, like, Boo, even. Where it's like, yay, I'm fat, uh, and then the next step is, uh, oh, yeah, I'm I little. forgot that we're still on the Dragon Ball Z thing, so I thought you were in, like, Kafka's metam- Metamorphosis <laughs> or something. I was a man, now I'm an insect. <laughs> uh, it's just like Animal House all over again. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, he'll either become the wind, and then cause, like, a whirlwind or something to happen. Oh, yeah, Taking sense. out half the Colosseum with him. Maybe, like, um, his upper body is on top of, like, a whirlwind or something, and he just sort of... Yeah. Tears through. He becomes, uh, like a centaur, except wind. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it'll just be he sucks in so much wind and then he blows it out at Jojo, like... In, in a one, destructive way? Yeah, in one motion. Instead of making a sandstorm, he just blows wind. Right. Doing it so constantly yeah. that it's risky to himself, which we would be implied by Kaza's reaction to hearing it. Exactly. I guess Kaza's reaction either implies that it could do harm to Wamu or it's so dangerous that he might be at risk too. Yeah. Or maybe it could be that it's so powerful that um, it risks destroying the Stone of Asia. Oh, true. Of course, yeah. I know the answer to this, but I'm just... Uh... <laughs> I reckon all the Feeling vampires... brainstorming. I reckon all the vampires are going to keep getting hyped, though. Yeah. No matter what happens, they're going to be like, That was amazing! Oh, if only Wamu could use the wind... To... I guess if it's damaged from the ripple, he can't really do it. Hmm. But if he used the wind to suck some vampires in over to him and use their body parts to repair his body like what ACDC did with, um, with Logan's arm. Yeah, that would be funny. Oh, that would be funny. It'd be a really cool fight. Like, I don't think it would work for the Pillowmen because they're already so much tougher than um, than Jojo. Hmm. Uh, but if, say, the protagonist was fighting a, a weaker opponent who just kept using the biomass of other people around him to heal himself... Wait, isn't that just Boo from Dragon Ball Z? I'm not really overly familiar with the Boo saga. Well, I sort of dipped whole... out at the end of the Cell saga. Well, like, the whole thing with Boo is that he I've eats... i bits of it. He just eats to get power. Right. So, like, I think at some point he eats Krillin. Uh, because Krillin, he has to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the more he eats, the more powerful he gets. Right. So, as soon as they're like, yeah, let's take him down. He just, like, eats the Kamehameha. Oh, I, th- I think I've seen the episode where they go into his body to rescue people or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he gets so powerful that he turns into Majin Buu, which is, like, evil Buu. Which is, like, a fucking stupid fucking kid. I thought Majin Buu was his... F- Why do I know this? <laughs> Majin Buu was his first form, and then... Oh, and then he- Kid Buu. First he's... First he's, um... Like, not... He's kind of an innocent child who just destroys things because he doesn't realise he's hurting people. Yeah. And then he makes friends with Mr. Satan. <laughs> Mr. Satan. You know Mr. Satan? A.K.A. Hercule? Oh. I'm the world's strongest man. Yeah. And then, like, he and Her- Hercules goes there to kill him, but he's like, oh, I'm afraid of you, so I'm not going to fight you. Hmm. And also, I've got this puppy here. Let's be friends. And then some, some bad hunter men shoot the puppy. And he's like, oh, I want to kill you, but I promised Mr. Satan I wouldn't hurt people. So he starts shooting out of his smoke and it turns into an evil boo who eats regular boo. And then he becomes, like, double evil boo or whatever. Yeah, probably. That makes a lot of sense. It is Dragon Ball Z, so yeah. it could happen. And then, I, I do know how that ends, actually. I must have seen this one on Cheese TV as a kid or something, but I don't really remember Didn't it. Or... Where they're fighting in the afterlife, hmm. and uh, they want to do the spirit bomb. Right. And uh, so they connect Hercule to King Kai, because he's the world's champion, so everyone loves him. Mm-hmm. And he's all like, hey, everyone, we're fighting the bad guy in the spirit world. Uh, hold up your hands and give Goku your energy. And he has, like, really good PR, so they do it. Is it a magical moment of friendship? I think it's the only time the spirit bomb actually works. Oh. No, it worked on, uh... Freezer. But as, like, a finishing move. Yeah. No, but it killed Freezer for... Mm-hmm. Oh. 
because then they fought Frieza and he just started destroying the planet and then Goku went Super Saiyan. Ah, oh, that's right. And then he just did a Kamehameha and, and then, then um, fucked him up. He cut Frieza in half with his own energy discs or something. Something like that. Dragon Ball Z is stupid. So good. If only so there were more good. chariot battles in it. Oh, the chariot battle. Anywho, uh, let's wrap things up. Okay. So today I'm going to shout out to two reviewers from the US iTunes store. Uh, Hothead2097 gave us a five-star review and uh, some nice words. Thank you very much. And Three nice words, to be specific. I like it. Succinct. I like this guy. Yeah. I like him. And a uh, five-star review from PK underscore Kipster, who writes, This is the taste of a great podcast. The taste of a great podcast? Oh, dude. Uh, they also note that they are a listener from Hawaii. Which, uh, they don't know anyone else in Hawaii who likes Jojo, so sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, hopefully you, you find someone in Hawaii that likes Jojo. Do what I did. Find a guy who hasn't watched it and be like, hey, let's make a podcast about this. <laughs> you can call it Jojo's Pearled. It'll be great. Jojo's Pearled Harbour. Oh, God. Is that, is that a bit rich? Should I apologise for that? I think you should make a different podcast just to apologise for that joke. <laughs> Alright, thank you for listening very much, guys. If you have an opinion on Sun Moon, Hawaii Girl, send it through. Pokemon Sun Moon? Yeah, because it's set in, like, the Hawaii of Alola. Pokemon. Yeah, the Hawaii of Pokemon. I like those games. I think I talked about them last week. Yeah. I finished the plot of them recently, though. Ooh. And uh, another guy who I go to rehearsals with has also been playing it, so in our downtime, we do a lot of trading. <laughs> You're just like, I need this thing. You're like, fine. Finish the Pokedex. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, there is a there is an important Pokemon in um in the thing. There are these things called Ultra Beasts because I've given it kind of a generic JRPG plot this time okay. instead of the usual collect badges, hmm. get gym, um, and so get there are these Ultra gym. Beasts that you catch in the end game. Okay, and one of them is called Buzzswall or Buzzwall, <laughs> and it's just this huge buff mosquito. Um, and when you when it does its pose, it just like, does that pose where you turn your back and raise both arms above your head and flex. Oh yes, just a huge buff bug. It's really cool, really JoJo. Yes, I named one Brando after Dio Brando because you get two of them, and I named the other one um, Gaston because I was naming all my Ultra Beasts after Disney villains. <laughs> oh no, that's beautiful. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway. Uh, if you like the show, you can correspond with us at uh, jojospodcast at gmail.com or at jojospodcast on Twitter. A uh, bit behind on my correspondence still, but I'm uh, getting to um, respond to things we don't read out in the show in the near future. It's been a busy week. It's been a very busy week. And if you want to help us grow the show, just, you know, tell a friend, give them a link. Uh, it's all up on our JoJo's Podcast website, along with a curated picture for each show. I really hope this week's is... Um... Oh, what was the shot where I just went, please make that. I think it's like the first time Wamu gets hit with the Oh yeah, that rains. could be a good shot. There's like just this one moment where his face is like... <gasps> That's right. Um, Possibly. Depends what I can find pictures of, honestly, because I can't be bothered making my own screenshots. If it's not there... <laughs> and I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Boo. Okay. One week until we find out what the ultimate mode atmospheric rift is. Oh God, I have to wait a week. A week to find this out. And until next week... To, to be, be continued. continued.